Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning, everybody. Fan early morning show. I am Joel Nelson. Happy to be with all of you here this morning following a Steelers win in Carolina. 24-16 final score. The Steelers pick up the win. They're now 6-8. and eight. Raiders, Ravens, Browns, the final three games for the Steelers this year. So we'll take a look at yesterday's game. We'll get you caught up on a recap of everything yesterday and including around the NFL. You got the World Cup. You had the Penguins yesterday. Crazy sports weekend. We'll get to everything on the Steelers here. And Mitch Trubisky starting that game. Kenny Pickett in concussion protocol. So Trubisky picks up the start. We were wondering heading into the week, is it going to be Trubisky? Is it going to be Rudolph? And here's an interesting thing is Deontay Johnson was kind of advocating for Mason Rudolph to start. Mitch Trubisky gets the start as he has when it hasn't been Kenny Pickett this year. Rudolph has been inactive for a lot of the games this year. And the Steelers didn't need a lot out of Mitchell Trubisky. He went 17 of 22, 179 passing yards. But the Steelers ran the ball and they ran it effectively. Najee Harris, 24 carries for 86 yards, a first quarter touchdown. Jalen Warren, 11 carries for 38 yards, also had a touchdown in the first half. Mitch Trubisky also ran for a score. So the Steelers were excellent in the running department. And they it took pressure off of Mitch Trubisky. They didn't need a lot out of him. He made throws when he needed to, especially on third downs late in the game, with those going to Deontay Johnson, who had 10 catches for 98 yards. He was fantastic. He only had... One other 80-yard game heading into last week's game against Baltimore. Had 84 in that game, and then 98 yesterday on 10 catches. Obviously, George Pickens had another big play he adds to his rookie highlight reel. Otherwise, a pretty quiet day for Pickens. Two catches for just 53 yards, but they, again, they didn't need a lot from the passing game. The Steelers... Ran the ball very effectively. Najee Harris with 86 yards on the 24 carries, looking like the the workhorse back that day. Not and uh, Jalen Warren, 11 carries as well. And so the Steelers, especially late, when Carolina needed to make stops 
and could not, and the Steelers were able to just run down the ball, run down the clock later on in the game, and really just throughout the whole day. The running game set up success for the Steelers. And meanwhile, at the same time, they shut down Carolina's running game. Carolina's leading rusher was Chuba Hubbard with just 10 yards on four carries. Deontay Foreman, the main running back for Carolina, had 10 carries for just nine yards. Sam Donald rushed a couple of times for two yards. Carolina was not effective running the ball. They had some good games out of DJ Moore, 73 yards on five catches, including a touchdown early on. Chuba Hubbard had a big play um, on a screen pass. He took that 45 yards. Terrace Marshall Jr. had a catch for 40. And some of those plays, it made you wonder, are the Steelers, you know, not exactly going to pull a Vikings, but are they going to kind of blow this lead? They had a really good spot. And they were able to make stops on defense. T.J. Watt had a big game. Cam Hayward had a big game. Alex Highsmith as well had some big-time stops. Chris Boswell hit his only field goal of the day of 50 yards. That made everything 24-13 before the Panthers got a field goal to make it 24-16. And then the onside kick, Steelers recover that. So they got it done. Cam Hayward, one and a half sacks. T.J. Watt, one and a half sacks. Alex Highsmith, a sack. Larry Ogunjobi with a couple of tackles for loss. There was a lot to be happy with for the Steelers, who will get some easy, fairly easy opponents coming up. You had the Raiders with that insane win against the Patriots yesterday, but that was preceded by the Raiders in that awful fourth quarter against the Rams a couple Thursday nights ago. So the the, uh, the Raiders are up next. That's going to be a Saturday night game, Christmas Eve at 8.15 from Akershire Stadium. And then the Steelers will make the annual trip to Baltimore after that. And then final game of the year, Week 18, hosting the Browns and Deshaun Watson and company. There's something really interesting from yesterday's game. Maybe the only thing that went wrong for the Steelers outside of maybe a lack of points in the second half. You got to be more disciplined than that if you're Marcus Allen. Your defense just forced a fourth and 27. And Carolina's about to punt the ball back to the Steelers. But Marcus Allen is over on the Panthers' sideline talking smack, talking trash, all of that. And, man, the Steelers, they, they've got the win. But, man, just imagine if they didn't get the win. And everything, that was just a boneheaded move by Marcus Allen. It's so inexcusable. Fourth down and 27. Your defense just made an incredible stop. Carolina's got to punt the ball away. Fourth and 27 just gave them a free first down. Over on the other sideline, talking smack, talking trash, getting in their face. He goes all the way across the field and gets in the face of 
the opponents. And you just got to be better than that. Marcus Allen has been in the league for multiple years now for the Steelers' defense. And you just got to got to have your head in the game. Got to be better than that. It's a bad penalty to start with. It's twice as bad when it's fourth and 27. Your defense just made a really big stop. You're about to get the ball back in a really tight game. And then you just gave Carolina another opportunity on offense when it was supposed to be your team's turn to go back on offense. That's really the only issue I've got from that game other than maybe a lack of offense in the second half. But otherwise, an excellent win for the Steelers, 24-16. Raiders are up next on Christmas Eve. That game in Akershire Stadium. Then they go to Baltimore after that and then close out the regular season with the Cleveland Browns. You are tuned in to the Fan Early Morning Show. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be right back in a moment. This is Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. Welcome back. Fan Early Morning Show. On the Monday after a Steelers win in Carolina, I am Joel Nelson. You've probably heard me on the weekends before a couple of times. No Adam Crowley today. Steelers 24, Panthers 16. And we're going to recap it all of that all of that today here on 937 the fan. Fan early morning show presented by 84 Lumber. Put your positive attitude to work at 84 Lumber. Apply at 84lumber.com. We'll take a look around the rest of the NFL from the weekend. Obviously the Steelers were 24 to 16 winners over Carolina. And tonight, the Rams and the Packers being played in Green Bay. That can be heard on 93.7 The Fan via the NFL on Westwood 1 at 7.30. 49ers, they pick up the NFC West division, defeating the Seahawks on Thursday night. 49ers now 10-4 and with a 21-13 victory over Seattle. Saturday was a crazy game of NFL. You had three games that day. Two of them were crazy, one of them not so much. We'll start with the first of the three games that got underway. That was Indianapolis and Minnesota. And the Colts were leading 33 to nothing at halftime. And so you thought, okay, this one's over. This one's done. And uh, we're just going to count down the minutes until the Ravens and Browns game. And then things went south for Indy. In Minnesota, they got the skull chance going, and they did not look back. Kirk Cousins dropped over 400 passing yards in the second half, and the Vikings pulled off the craziest comeback in NFL history, down 33-0 at halftime and win 39-36 in overtime. What was looking like a really good Saturday for Jeff Saturday and company turned out being a pretty bad Saturday and one of probably the more embarrassing losses in sports history. And the Vikings win on a walk-off field goal in overtime, the last few moments of overtime. The Vikings get it done, and they win the NFC North. They're currently 11-3, and 7-1 home record. They are fantastic. Indy moves to 4-9-1. and one. The middle game on Saturday, Baltimore at Cleveland, this game was not a whole lot, and the Ravens, again, were without Lamar Jackson. 
Browns win 13-3. J.K. Dobbins was exceptional again for the Ravens. You recall that he had that monster game against the Steelers a couple Sundays ago. And he followed that up with another excellent performance against Cleveland. And the Steelers and Browns, their run defenses are not very good. And J.K. Dobbins made the most of it in those two games. His first two games since his second injured reserve stint against the Steelers. He had 15 carries for 120 yards and followed that up with 13 for 125 against Cleveland. Had a run of 37 or more yards in both of those games. So big bright spot there for the Ravens. And that's one thing they do excellent is is running the football. And they did that against Cleveland, but had no other offense to show for. And the Browns went 13-3. to Browns are 6-8, and eight, just like the Steelers. Browns have the uh, head-to-head over Pittsburgh after beating them in Week 3 on a Thursday night. Ravens are 9-5. and five. The final game on the Saturday triple header, Dolphins and the Bills, that game being played in Buffalo, and you heard about all the snow heading into that game, really wasn't a factor. Both teams put up a lot of points. Bills win 39, or excuse me, 32 to 29. The Stars were showing in that game as Tua and Josh Allen were putting together some really good games. Six combined touchdowns between the both of them. Raheem Mostert for the for uh, for the Dolphins, he had an exceptional game. 136 rush yards on just 17 carries. Jalen Waddle had a big game. Tyree Kill did what he does best. Bills really got Dawson Knox involved in that game. Bills 32, Dolphins 29. And then we will move into all of the Sunday action. Eagles are now 13-1. and one. And the Bears fall to 3-11. and 11. Eagles with a 25-20 win. They're taking on Dallas next week. So you already know that's going to be an incredible game between those two teams. That game going to be played in Dallas. Eagles looking for the season sweep of the Cowboys. He had the, Fa- the Falcons at the Saints. Desmond Ritter's first start. You recall he played for Cincinnati and played Alabama in the college football playoff. Saints were able to pick up the win 21-18 to in that one. And then the Lions and the Jets. Dan Campbell and company. They started the season 1-6. and six. They are 6-1 and one since. And they are... Turning things around big time. They're now 7-7, seven and seven, and so are the Jets. Lions with an incredible win right at the end. A big play, a touchdown to their tight end, Brock Wright. Very late in the game. Just It was an excellent play call because he was so isolated from the rest of the Jets, the Jets defense and was able to take it all the way. And that was a thrilling finish between those two teams with Detroit coming out on top at the Meadowlands. couple games went into overtime in the 1 o'clock slate. These were uh, crazy games, and one of them was not supposed to be this close. That was the Chiefs and the Texans. Kansas City, 30. Houston, 24. Jarek McKinnon, a couple of touchdowns in that one, including the game winner. Kansas City picks up their seventh AFC West title in a row. This was going to be an interesting division this year with... Uh, the Chargers, we know that they are better than what they were last year, especially with the the way Justin Herbert has played this year. 
We know the Raiders were making splash moves, bringing in Devontae Adams and reuniting him with Derek Carr. We know the Broncos were making splash moves, the biggest moves of everybody. Bringing in Russell Wilson. And they have not been able to get anything done. They beat Arizona yesterday, 24-15, but Denver's 4-10. Chiefs and the Texans, Kansas City wins 30-24. to They're just doing what they do best, and that's just owning the AFC West in a year where that division, it felt like, was up for grabs. Raiders made splash moves. Denver made splash moves. And there's a chance that both those teams can miss the playoffs. Jaguars are 40-34 to 34 winners over Dallas in overtime. That game, Jacksonville tied everything, sent it to overtime with a field goal from Riley Patterson. And then Dak Prescott tosses a pick six in overtime, and Jacksonville seals the win. So Dallas 10-4, and four, Jacksonville 6-8. and eight. The 13-1 and one Eagles will take on the 10-4 and four Cowboys in Dallas. On Christmas Eve next week, that's going to be a fun game. And then across the 4 o'clock slate yesterday, we'll start with the most thrilling finish from uh, the three games in the 4 o'clock slate. And if you haven't seen it already, Raiders with an unbelievable victory against the Patriots. This game was tied at 24 Matter of fact, the Raiders had a really big lead in that game. New England was able to come all the way back. The Raiders were once up 17-3. Four seconds left in the second half. They pick up a touchdown with Matt Collins. And so the Raiders are up 17-3. In the third quarter, the Patriots get a pick six. They get 17-10. Then a field goal, 17-13. Another one after that. 17-16, and then the Patriots pick up a touchdown with Ramondre Stevenson. He's healthy. He's been good to go. He's been excellent for them. And the Patriots got up 24-17, but the Raiders were able to fight back. Keelan Cole with a touchdown from Derek Carr. He picks up. Derek Carr picks up his third passing touchdown of the game at that time, and things are all tied up at 24, and then the play that everyone is talking about. The Patriots have the ball at midfield. They're looking to get into field goal range. They're not able to do so. Time is expiring, and they're doing laterals, trying to find an open guy and try and take it all the way. And Jacoby Myers tosses it back. He's on the far sideline, tosses it back to midfield, intended for his quarterback, Mac Jones, but it's scooped away by former New England Patriot Chandler Jones, and he takes it all the way back in one of the most incredible wins you'll ever see. If you haven't seen already, go check it out as the Raiders beat the Patriots 30-24 to on the final play of the game. Absolutely incredible. And then in Sunday Night Football last night, the Giants, actually there was another 425 game, a couple more. You had... The Titans and the Chargers. Chargers pick up the win in that one, 17-14. That's pivotal for them as they're fighting for a wild-card spot. Tampa Bay and Tom Brady. What a topsy-turvy season they've had. Are things done for them? Has Brady officially lost it? Tampa Bay had a really good first half. 
And then they gave that away in the second half. Tampa Bay was once up 17 to nothing, and the Bengals get a, a field goal on the final play of the first half. And so it's 17 to 3, Tampa Bay heading into the second half. The Bengals then put together 31 unanswered points and go up 34 to 17. Tampa Bay got another touchdown after that, but Tampa Bay was up 17 to 3, and they lost 34 to 23 as the Bengals put together an incredible comeback. Bengals are now 10 and 4. Tampa Bay 6 and 8. That division is still alive for them, and as is for the rest of that of the four teams in that division, the three teams rather, Saints, Falcons, and Panthers. But what an incredible win for the Bengals yesterday in comeback fashion. And then on Sunday night football, a big game between the 7-5-1 Giants and the 7-5-1 Commanders. The Giants pick up the win in that. Saquon Barkley had some clutch runs late in the game to ice things for New York. And they pick up a 20-12 win. Giants 8-5-1. Commanders 7-6-1. Maybe both teams will make the playoffs. We shall see. And that would be all four teams from the NFC East making the playoffs. Wouldn't that just be incredible? We'll have a little bit more coming up later in the show. Little Penguins, a little preview into Monday Night Football tonight. That's all coming up next. Fan Early Morning Show, Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. One little final segment here, Fan Early Morning Show. I am Joel Nelson. Thank you for tuning in. We'll get you off to Colin, Chris, and Doran in just a moment after this. Penguins were 3-2. Yesterday against Carolina on the losing end of that. So you had two Pittsburgh teams playing in the Carolinas yesterday. Not sure how many times that has happened before. Penguins had a seven-game winning streak heading into that game, but Carolina is always so tough. Always so tough. They're one of the best. They are actually my pick to win the NHL Stanley Cup this year. It was a really tight contest in Carolina is able to sneak out the win 3-2. Penguins have some other home games coming up, at least four of their next five, including Carolina. Going to be played this Thursday at 7 o'clock. They've got a tight context with the Rangers coming up on Tuesday night at 7 o'clock. That's going to be fun. Zabanajad, Panarin, Adam Fox, Chris Kreider, all those guys. The Rangers, that's always a tough game. Panthers, or rather the uh, Penguins, will be looking for revenge on Carolina on Thursday, and then no other games for the Penguins until the Tuesday after that on the 27th with the Islanders. That division has been really fun this year, and what a breakout season the New Jersey Devils have had as they are tied with the Rangers in the Metro, each of them with 44 points, but only a few more points separate Those two teams from the Penguins and the Rangers. The Rangers are in third place with 41 points. They had a monster 7-1 win last night over the Blackhawks. And then you've got the Penguins at 40 points, third place, or rather fourth place in that division. Islanders, Capitals, Flyers, and the Blue Jackets, the final four teams. In that division, the Blue Jackets only 22 points. Meanwhile, you've got 
New Jersey and Carolina, each with 44. So double their points. So Penguins and Rangers on Tuesday night, and then they'll take on the Hurricanes in a rematch on Thursday night. Both those games at PPG. World Cup was incredible yesterday. And you only get the Men's World Cup every four years. And it certainly lived up to the hype yesterday. Some are calling it the best ever. France and Argentina. Argentina is up 2-0. And France picks up two goals within just minutes of each other. And you're thinking, okay, here we go. Are we going to go into extra time here? And ultimately, that's what happened. Argentina takes the lead, 3-2. France comes back, ties it at 3. The stars were showing in, in that game. Mbappe had those two goals for France, which tied things up at 2. Messi was incredible. Mbappe had a hat trick, honestly. Was really powering the French in that game. Trying to keep their hopes alive after they were down 2 nothing, Put the team on his back. and An incredible comeback for them, but ultimately it's Argentina who takes it this year after winning in penalty kicks. And uh, hopefully we'll get another exciting World Cup like that four years from now. Later tonight, Packers and the Rams being played in Lambeau. That game could be heard on Westwood One right here on 93.7 The Fan. Baker Mayfield and company with the mini buy after a Thursday night win a couple weeks ago against the Raiders in comeback fashion. And this is a pivotal stretch for Baker Mayfield right now. We don't know the status of Matthew Stafford's career and his time in L.A. as he's been dealing with a neck injury. So a couple big games down the stretch here for the Rams and Baker Mayfield. What can they do and what can Green Bay do? With Aaron Rodgers, that's going to be an interesting stretch for them and his future. And that game tonight at 8.15 in Lambeau. Thanks again for tuning in to the Fan Early Morning Show. I am Joel Nelson in for Adam Crowley today. We send it off to Colin, Chris, and Doran next. Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? 
Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.